Welcome to episode 223 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we are going through our regular wrap-up of the previous season. So this time we are taking a look at season 9, which was originally intended to be the final season. So this is the season in which Doggett and Reyes take over as the main agents on the X-Files. Gillian Anderson agreed to continue as Scully, because Fox gave her a very generous offer. And Chris Carter came back essentially because Gillian Anderson did, although he did it very late in the game. So this season was in pre-production before Chris Carter's involvement was confirmed. Now, the season had only 19 episodes, which was unusually low, although the last one was a double-length episode. So it is the shortest season since season 5 which was produced after the movie, even though it was released prior to it. It opened with the two-parter Nothing Important Happened Today 1 and 2, where Doggett is introduced as the agent who's brought in to find Agent Mulder, and he gets assigned permanently to the X-Files as a form of punishment, which introduces the character and puts him in with Scully, but there is definitely some antagonism between them, as they are not completely getting along. Then we've got Diamonicus, where an inmate in a psychiatric ward is influencing others ritualistically. And we do get much more of a darker tone. The cinematography is in a very dark place this season. Something that is made possible by the HD cameras, so you can still have good definition of the image in low light conditions. And they really took advantage of that this year. Most of the episodes didn't just have the dark feel that a lot of episodes had, but they looked darker than most. In 4D, Agent Doggett is shot and hospitalized, and Reyes is the prime suspect, but she would have to have been in two places at once. Then we had Lord of the Flies, which was a spoof of the Jackass show and a bug-controlling insect in something of a callback to Season 3's War of the Coprophages. This is followed by Trust No One, where an email from Mulder sets off quite a chain of events, and we see Terry O'Quinn come back in a different and third role. Episode 7, John Doe, was the second episode aired in 2012. That's when Doggett wakes up in Mexico with amnesia. And this is a case that, as good as the episode was, There's a good question about why they're involved, because they were pretty deep into it before they found out there was anything like it that resembled an X-File. Episode 8, we had Hellbound, in which a number of X-Cons are being skinned alive. Then on March 3rd and 10th, we had the two-parters Providence and Providence, where someone tries to run the Canada-U.S. border, and it's all involved with a UFO cult that is targeting Baby William. In episode 11, Audrey Polly, Reyes is seriously injured in a car accident and has out-of-body experiences in a fake hospital while Doggett deals with the real hospital. Episode 12, we have Underneath, where a man that was convicted by evidence collected by Doggett and his partner when Doggett was in the NYPD is freed because new DNA technology has exonerated him, and Doggett learns that his former partner planted the evidence. But again, this turns out to actually have been an X-File. 
Episode 13, he deals with a lot of numerology, which Reyes recognized, and has Burt Reynolds cast as a character who's never explicitly referred to on screen, but in the production was very clearly meant to be God. So this is the episode where they actually interact with that Judeo-Christian God who was confirmed to exist as early as season one. In episode 14, Scary Monsters, the team are brought out by Layla Harrison to help out a young boy and try to protect him when it turns out the young boy himself really is the monster. Episode 15, Jump the Shark, gives us closure to the Lone Gunman storyline, where the three original Lone Gunmen end up giving their lives for the greater good. Episode 16 is where a disfigured man comes back who's mistaken for Mulder. It's actually Jeffrey Spender trying to eliminate the alien portion in William and turn him into just a regular boy. Episode 17, Release, is where the murder of Doggett's son is finally solved. And in doing so, Brad Fulmer probably ends up in prison for taking bribes. Episode 18, Sunshine Days, involves the two murders in the Brady Bunch house. And then finally, episode 19 is the double-length series finale, The Truth, where the case is, or where Mulder returns and is brought up on charges of murdering Noel Rohr, only to have a good summation of the entire series to date before he ends up guilty of murder and sent out on the run. So overall, it's a season that I actually enjoyed quite a bit more the second time through than the first time. The first time I found it a bit of a letdown and was ready for the series to end. This time through I've warmed up to it a bit and I was, you know, much more open to seeing more. Thankfully we will. We will discuss that in more detail next week when we take a look at the second film, I Want to Believe, and then we will have a look at a parody episode from Bones, the X is in the file. And when I originally conceived of this podcast, I thought that was almost going to be the end. After Bones, I was going to do a complete series wrap-up podcast. But then as this podcast was being produced, the show came back to life twice. Once in comic form, which will be discussed in cursory detail, but not in depth. And then it came back to the air for two more seasons for a total of 16 more episodes. So we will be taking a look at those in the next few weeks as well. And because these special episodes and the spoof episodes happen one week apart instead of two, well, that means if you're listening live as these come out each Tuesday in the month of August, you're going to have a new episode of this podcast every week. So join us again next week when we discuss the X-Files I Want to Believe. Thank you for listening.